I'm your host, David Frost. This is my strategic forecast where you get common sense market analysis. Today is Thursday, May 14, 2020. You're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. Today was like a bonanza. There's something for everybody. We've got a ton of stuff to cover. The market did a lot today. We've got a lot of stuff going on on the daily chart. So let's get busy. Right out of the chute, what jumps off the page? Well, a couple of things. A, the tail candle on today's activity, the one that almost reaches down to the 50-period moving average down around 271. We'll come back to that. And you already know about it. It's one of those shenanigan candles. Then we have a blue line at 276.37. Now, that's going to come into play in the morning session. The reason it's on the chart is to identify where the low of today actually was. All right, now that we have the setup, one of the things that jumps off the page at me is the fact that the market was down early, finished on the highs, the market had a reversal. What else jumps off the page at me? How about the neckline of the head and shoulders pattern that we've all been focused on for a couple of days? Right, we talked about this. The market breaks the neckline, starts to trade lower, gets everybody on board on the short side. Why? Because everybody wants to see this thing trade down to target somewhere around 270, 269, somewhere in that ballpark, maybe even lower. And remember, the blue line is today's low, not the actual tail. So it never even sniffed near the target. And then what happened? A pie in the face. How do you, A, participate on the short side, B, take profit where you're supposed to, how do you know where that is, and C, how do you not get a pie in the face, how do you know where to get out with most of the position so that you put the profit in your pocket and treat this as a business? That's a pretty darn good question, wouldn't you say? Well, let's take a peek at what happened early in the morning with Inside the Numbers. Basically, the bottom line is, overnight, they had a quick spike down while nobody was watching, but they decided to hang around above the psychologically important number of ES2800. So that's what we're focused on early in the morning. We know something else is important. We know that yesterday's low of 2786 is also important. So as I scroll down, you'll see the pre-market morning notes contained 2786-2800. Why is that? Because one number is a gateway to the next. It's stepping down or stepping up, like you step up or down a staircase. So if they get below 2786, they can spike it. But if they start closing candles below, we know that the next area is on the table. Well, let's scroll up a little bit and we're going to cut to the chase pretty quickly. You can stop the video, read the stuff, and then restart it. But what I want to do is quickly point out, as the market was falling, we all know the market was falling this morning. We don't need to rehash that. It starts at really 9.37, a little shakeout right out of the gate. We expect the morning shakeout. We're prepared for the morning shakeout. But we don't know whether it's going to be a shakeout or they're going to fall out of bed. 
You don't know until you know. They have to get below and stay below certain numbers to get to other numbers. You can guess, but guessing doesn't cut the mustard. 941, until and unless they can close short-term candles back above 2786, and when I say short-term candles in here, and it's repeated many, many times throughout the day, they're referred to as 10 and 15 minute candles, nothing shorter than that. The next stop is around ES 2767. There's a gap, which is the prize at 2740. That's a prize, not the target. Let's continue moving along. 951, traders who are short the market must take profit along the way, especially at around SPY 277, give or take, because that's what you do when you treat it as a business. You'll see just below 950 post the corresponding price, 276.91, then the gap, 274.29. That would be corresponding to the 2767 general zone down there. Why is that important? That's an area where the market is likely to find some support. If not, longer-term support, meaning multiple hours, meaning multiple days, at least short-term support. Why is that? Here's the spider. Here's an hourly chart. There's the low at day, which is the blue line. What was I looking at? This candle here, so there's the gap. So we're going to fill the gap at 274 29. Some of you will like to call the gap filled a different price. That's fine. Everybody looks at the market a different way. I don't need the emails about it. But before that, you have what's called a gap window. The low here is 276.91. That's what I was looking at. You'll see the low was actually 276.37. And on the hourly chart, that is the actual low of day. So when they're down there, you don't know whether that's going to be the low of day or not. That's why we take profit and what's left over is called a trailing position. You would never in a million years let that position even go negative on you, still take it off with a profit if the market is reversing. That's a trailing position. That's the one that you hold to target. That's the one that allows you to stay in the trade to target because it's never easy, especially on the short trades, to hold all the way to a target. They like to whip you out over and over and over again. That's the way the market works. Let's continue moving along. 9.58. How do we know the gap is firmly on the table? When they start closing at least 15-minute candles and more below 276.91. They did not do that. Until and unless they do, they'll try and bounce the market back up. 10.07. Pretty cut and dry. They either stay below 276.91 and head towards the gap or the bulls are able to recapture it and bounce the market for a while, which is obviously what happened. So knowing that is important because when it's happening, then you know what's happening. You know that that's bullish. You know you can hop on board. You wait for some confirmation. You wait for an hourly close. And guess what? You've got your mid-morning low. 10.12. This one's kind of funny. SPY should run into some overhead resistance about... 278.30, give or take. Now, here's a five-minute chart. Where are we? So it's 10.12 in the morning. Here's a 10.15 candle. They made an attempt, but they didn't really make the attempt. They pulled back a little bit, and here's the attempt at what should be the overhead resistance part in the pop-up. Here's a high of 278.28, and that's a pretty good pullback off that high. That's a 10-point pullback, a dollar in the SPY. And that was basically the last pullback. Once they got above there, it was all she wrote. Let's continue on. As the day goes on, 1025, car and six. And by now, everybody has the schematic 
And I'm going to let you read at your leisure. If you're at all interested, I'd urge you to read because in the afternoon, we're bullish. In the afternoon, we're talking about the end of the day jam session. 1040, car and sticks did the deal. I'm going to go over those charts too. We'll take a look at stocks on the move in a moment when I finish with the commentary. But stop the video and read the commentary because what you'll be interested to know is where the resistance areas were, where the market stopped, what the market was doing, what I said it was going to do if it did something as far as staying above a certain price, then we go to another price. Once we get above that price, we can go to another price. And then in the afternoon, they had what's really like another afternoon shakeout. And it really was no surprise to Inside the Numbers members because we were all told two specific numbers that were on the board. 281 and 280.62. There's 284 on the board. Take notice of that. We're talking about that early. Here comes the jam session. And we know on a pullback what the market has to stay above in order to keep the jam session on the table. That was written on the board whether you saw it or not. If you stopped the video, you read it. If not, it was there. Now we also want to be talking about what's up north. Food for thought. We have the head and shoulders neckline. There it is on top. Not only is this a membership service that provides opportunities to look at in the morning in terms of trade stocks on the move. Intraday commentary for today at least. I'm taking the W. Today it was really spot on. Dead on balls accurate. Basically everything the market did, the market did. Stocks on the move. Two hit their price targets. S-I-X-C-A-R. Take note. 1662 on 6, 968 on car. Let's go to the videotape. So SIX, Six Flags, closes yesterday at 1795, getting somewhat of a haircut at the open. The number on the board, bright and early, 1662, comes into 1662. Need I say more? This one was in the Redonculus camp. It's a home run. Here's a high at 1859 by 1120 in the morning. How you doing? How about car? Closing up yesterday's activity at 1074. Haircut underway, 968 on the board, bright and early. Look at this ramp ride, rocket ride. High of 1180 by what time is this? 1055 a.m. Same day. Apples? How do you like them apples? How many times do you have to see this? Three guys tell you you're drunk. Go take a seat. You see this stuff over and over and over again. Start to participate. Short hop, let's get serious. And by the way, that other stuff was serious. That's how the money is made. Two options from here. Either they find resistance at the neckline or they gap over the neckline and don't be short. What they'll do if they gap over or even trade through and start closing hourly above that neckline, what they'll start doing is eyeballing, getting into this breakdown candle and start climbing up the breakdown candle. That's what they'll want to do. Why do we know that? Because that's what they do. What if the whole thing was a hoax? What if they fail? We have a gap down in the morning. What's the other side of the coin? Then we start looking at the completion of the head and shoulders pattern down near the fake tail candle down around 270, 269, 271, somewhere in that camp. So it's either failure, complete the head and shoulders, and they don't have to complete it in one day. It's just that's what they would be doing. Or they're going to get through somehow or jump over by a gap up over the neckline and don't be short. 
By the way, I want to make mention of something. It's not lost on me that many traders didn't believe what was written on the board this morning. Let me just explain what was written on the board because I think it's important. A, we had an important number that's been important. So as long as it's on the board and continues to be respected, it remains important. If the market continues to tell you 281 is important over and over and over again, then guess what? It's important. So you'll see here this afternoon, the market made a low in this candle of 181.05. That's what we call running a test. The other thing we had, and the other thing you'll find in the commentary, was this breakup candle. So the market creates the breakup candle, creating the breakup candle low at 280.62. That was also in the commentary. So if we see the market trading down toward 281, 280.62, we know a couple of things. A, if they start getting below and closing hourly below, they're definitely headed in the other direction toward the morning lows. But if it holds, they're likely to go back in the other direction and it was nothing more than a garden variety test. What you'll also find in the commentary was that after the market put up this breakup candle at what? What was the high? 283.34. We were looking for 284, but they came up short. So what happens? They start eating time off the clock. As they're eating time off the clock, they do what? They work their way down towards the lower portion of said breakup candle. They do this over and over and over again. You don't have to take my word for it. You can just pull up a chart and see if I'm right. This is the kind of stuff, and this is just a sliver of the kind of stuff that's taught in the course at Lazy E-Mini Trader. The rest is history. You saw the commentary. You saw what happened with the market. And you know the routine. They got to get above this trend line. And it really tomorrow comes in right around, let's say, 286 and a half, give or take. It's hard to pinpoint exactly what number. This may be a little low, a little off that low. So maybe 286.75, something in that neighborhood. Last point I want to make on the SPY. Remember the higher low scenario. Now, they made a lower low today, but they recaptured it. Finished on the highs. It's a reversal under normal garden variety market conditions using the 80-20 rule, higher prices are next on the docket, not lower. What's going on over in Camp IWM? Well, it's the same routine with the rising tide lifts all boats, all the same market scenario. On a day like today, when markets are down pretty good and then they reverse, everything's going to follow suit. And remember yesterday, the IWM as the tip-off. Remember yesterday, the look of the IWM, how it didn't do the same thing intraday that the spider did. It actually showed relative strength. Interesting. Some of you that don't look at the IWM chart might ask, is this one of those fake tail candles? And the answer would be, no, it's actually the low of day. So this one is certainly a bona fide reversal, finished at the high of the day. Good volume. Look at yesterday's volume on the down day. But look at today's volume, not one of these low volume days, but a good volume day. What does the spider volume look at? Not the same. It's a lower volume day, but good volume. What else did the IWM do? They filled this gap down here. We talked about that. And then they finished above the gap they left open yesterday by the gap down today. They finished above that number. We know from discussing it a number of times, that's bullish behavior. These are all puzzle pieces. These are on the table. It goes in concert with, using the 80-20 rule, next on the docket would be higher, not lower. I wouldn't be surprised 
to see a gap up over the neckline tomorrow. Doesn't have to happen, but it certainly wouldn't surprise this trader. By the way, looking at the intraday hourly chart and the spider looks pretty much the same, what do we call this? You have a gap down and then an immediate, what we call, rescue operation. Same routine in the SPY, rescue operation. Pie in the face, rescue operation, they're synonyms. What's going on down at the transportation department? Remember the gap window we discussed in the SPY? Same routine over here in the transports. They come in, they don't fill the gap, they stop short right below the gap window and reverse, finish on the high of the day, above yesterday's close, that's bullish. They need follow-through. All the markets need follow-through or it was all for naught. But look at the volume in the transports. Again, if we're looking for a canary in the coal mine, we have the reversal like all the other markets and we have heavier volume than the down day and down days, I should say. And on today's up day or reversal day, you have higher volume. Again, using the 80-20 rule, it all goes on the table as a puzzle piece. All points to... Higher on the docket, not lower. Listen, it could certainly be a big fat rope-a-dope. Anything goes. We all know that. But I'm putting the puzzle pieces on the table and this is the picture that it's making. How about the cues? The folks out in Silicon Valley. They come into the 20-period moving average reverse. They never get below the 20-period moving average on a closing basis. They get below it by a few pennies. Reverse finish at the high of the day, that's not the sign of a bearish chart, folks. That's coming from an umpire. That's just the way it is. Those are factual statements. We talk about the financials every night. What was the low in the financials? $20.09. What was the low we discussed? The low we discussed was exactly around 20 bucks, I suppose. Maybe down to 19.85. That, my friends, is a reversal. That's a puzzle piece. It's on the table. You may get a retracement But the amount of times, and pay attention to this, the amount of times that you're going to get something that looks like this, a low, you have a higher low, you have a higher low with a reversal, markets confirming reversal, you have a head and shoulders pattern where the neckline is being challenged, which takes the head and shoulders pattern off the table if they close back above the neckline. So that would be bullish, not bearish. That's on the SPY. Market's not going very far without the financials in either direction. They're up 3% today. A little bit of writing on the wall. These are all puzzle pieces, folks. Again, I'm just calling them as I see them. Smash Mouth, pretty good indicator of the tech space. We know the tech space isn't weak. It's bullish. Smash Mouth was up over 3% today. Up above the moving averages, all the moving averages on a closing basis. Is that bullish or bearish? Well, it's not bearish. Unless it's a big fat rope-a-dope, it's bullish. Have I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you? Without you, these videos are not possible. True, accurate information. I'm going to wrap it here tonight. It's basically a great spot. We went through all the charts, and the charts say what they say. It's a spot to pull the ripcord. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. My Strategic Forecast is hosted by David Frost. Subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast app. And please visit MyStrategicForecast.com for more information. My Strategic Forecast is common sense market analysis.